Hey guys, Trey Copeland here. Yeah, that whole guy that plays a bit of cricket. You're listening to Moving the Game. Yo, what's up guys? This is Chad Townsend from Talk of the Town. Hey, sports fans. Nick Davis here, and you're listening to Moving the Chain. We have finally made it. It is upon us. Super Bowl 55 down there at Tampa Bay. The Tampa Bay Buccaneers will take on the Kansas City Chiefs. We've made it, Chad Townsend, Trent Copeland and Nick Davis. Joining me on what is the penultimate uh, Moving the Chains podcast. We'll come back next week and wrap it all up. But, Chad, we are finally here. And can you believe it is Senior Goat versus Young Goat, a matchup for the ages coming up this week? Yeah, Sally, I'm so excited, uh, mate. Super Bowl week, the biggest week in world sport. It's been... Um, a very entertaining first season on moving the chains and it's come up to this week now and who would have thought um you know way back when we started this podcast that the two teams who uh, a lot of people you know thought would would make it into the super bowl are now playing in the super bowl so as you mentioned junior vote junior goat versus senior goat um you know can't wait to get stuck into to the game tonight nick davis he's playing in his 10th super bowl it seems ridiculous that this guy continues to get it done and that we continue to doubt him. But Tom Brady finds himself in another Super Bowl with the Tampa Bay Buccaneers. You really just sit back and marvel how good this guy is. Yeah, look, uh, I'll be honest. At the start of the year, I was pretty skeptical. Um, look, I thought uh, I thought he was probably too old. I thought uh, Gronkowski coming back wasn't going to have an impact. But uh, what he's been able to do with some really good receivers... Um, in Godwin and Evans, um, Fournette adding to that running game, and then Antonio Brown, you know, coming on board as well. Um, it's um, it's a, an outfit that is um, that later on I'll probably be tipping to win the Super Bowl. Copes, it's a funny one, isn't it? Because you look at the Kansas City Chiefs; they were probably expected to get there all year. A little bit of a challenge in the AFC. There's some teams that are certainly on the way up, but they're just not in the Kansas City Chiefs. Uh, I guess, realm at the moment. But it just seems to me that there's a lot of storylines to unfold this week, especially when you come up against Tom Brady for Patrick Mahomes and the Chiefs. Yeah, this is a new one, I think, for Pat Mahomes. I mean, everyone out there knows that this guy is just a freak. And I was excited to watch him come to work after the concussion and see how he bounced back. Uh, oh, i tell you what, he was as impressive as I've ever seen an athlete after a concussion on the big stage where he's expected to get it done and he did. Um, this one's a bit different though. He comes up against the GOAT, a guy that's been there and done it. He turns up to Super Bowls in his sleep uh, and gets a job done. So, um, you know, this is a, I think not, one of those times where cross sport comparisons, you know, you think of the Rafa Nadal, Roger Federer, when they turn up to big games, uh, they're not going to have the longevity of that matchup, but I think this is potentially the the magnitude of these two guys coming head to head. Different team for Brady, but uh, I tell you what, it's just mouthwatering when these two come to a field in a big game like this in Tampa. It's just going to be incredible to watch. It certainly is, and if you are watching it, we'll break this down a little bit later to end the podcast. There's heaps of NFL news going on at the moment with the quarterback carousel, but if you do want to watch it, go up to Miranda Hotel on Monday. Nick Davis and I will be there representing the Moving the Chains crew. 
Uh, Copes is off bowling overs in the nets. And Chad, well, he's out there kicking footies or something, whatever. Getting ready for round one against the Dragons. But uh, you will have a chance to win beer coupons plus Cronulla beer merch. Apparently, we're going to get some and give some away to look after the sponsors there. Uh, of course, Top Sport will probably have Boys, all the I did have one. We'll get into that later. I've had one. Yeah, how I'm was the first it? person other than Chad on the pod to have one. Yes. It was good. And I got a T-shirt <laughs> and a singlet. Unreal. Well, there you go. Miracles do happen. Uh, there you go. So, But we will be giving that merch away thanks to Cronulla Beer Co. on Monday. Okay, boys. Uh, a lot of news in the NFL still going on here. It's ridiculous how well... Uh, the, the news keeps streaming out of there. But quarterback carousel, Chad Townsend, uh, Deshaun Watson has said that he wants to trade. But the big one is Matt Stafford makes his way to the LA Rams and Jared Goff plus a heap of picks goes to the Detroit Lions. Straight up, who won that trade and why? Yeah, I think the I think the Detroit Lions win this trade. I think the fact that, you know, they were able to add, you know, Jared Goff, who's been to a Super Bowl and has played, you know, at a reasonably high level in in this league. I think the fact that they were able to add a, a few first round picks to their um their arsenal, um, the Detroit Lions can only get better. They've been rock bottom for a number of years now. And I think, you know, when you really compare um Stafford and Goff you know, how much better is Stafford than Goff? Like, that's the big question I was asking myself when I saw this trade. I was like, wow, like, yeah, I probably would agree that Stafford's a, a bit better, but is he that much better? I'm not 100% sure. Dickie, it was a bit of a weird one for me also. I'm in the same boat as Chad. I don't think that Matt Stafford's 100% better than Jared Goff, but uh, he's, it's Sean McVay. He's come up and made this decision. They've, they've decided that they're one piece away are they one piece away or do you think there's more to happen for the LA Rams if they're to come out and win this thing next year? Dickie? <laughs> yeah, Dickie. Um, uh, he was pretty confident that he was staying We've just lost in- We've just lost Dickie there. Hopefully you can hear me. Dickie, hopefully you can hear me. I'll go to Copes. Four interviews in the next three days. The confidence level. There he is. What? Just stop. Uh, well said, Dickie. You're back. I'll, I'll go to Copes. I'll go to Copes. Are they one move away, the Los Angeles Rams, or is this a bit of a weird one for you as well? Uh, I think they are, yeah. And, and it's on the back of mainly their defence and not having a competent, particularly deep threat quarterback in Jared Goff. PFF ratings, I think he was below 90, uh, which is just ridiculously bad for, you know, and what was two years ago a guy that was regarded when he got paid uh, as a potentially elite level quarterback. So Matt Stafford, one of the highest graded quarterbacks for deep shots down the field. So I think... You're going to look at guys like uh, Reynolds, uh, Robert Woods, Cooper Cup to you know really reach their ceiling with a guy like this. Then you think about Cam Akers and that defense, which is just brutal on opposition teams. I think it's a win for the here and now for the Rams. Uh, probably in five years' time, maybe you know six, seven years' time, you look down the track and the Detroit Lions might be pretty happy with this as well. But um, the one bit of really good business out of all of this that I wanted to highlight was the signing of 
Matt Stafford to his initial contract in that extension was they were wearing the salary, but in the event that he did get traded, his salary cap hit actually goes down significantly compared to someone like Jared Goff, which is just guaranteed money. It was something like 10 to 12 million, which for a starting level quarterback of his caliber is ridiculously good value. So um, I think good business from the Lions front office um, to have the foresight to not just go, yeah, we've got this guy, he's a stud, uh, let's lock him in for the long term. It's, you know, if things do go sour, have a little bit of an under the radar get out clause where it becomes an attractive trade asset and you get multiple picks out of it. Well done. Yeah, let's throw that up on our at Moving the Chains Twitter poll. Who won that trade between the LA Rams and the Detroit Lions? Chad, I'll go back to you. Another person that everyone wants on their team is Deshaun Watson. Now, teams have been bandied around and thrown around. There's San Francisco. We'll get Copes' thoughts on that in a second. But one team that keeps popping up is the Miami Dolphins. Now, they've got two first-round picks this year, plus they've got two of Tungavailoa. Could they package that up, send it to Houston, which is actually Houston's original pick, and get the Sean Watson back. And Dickie, to come to you after that, does that make them a championship team uh, if he goes there? But I'll go to you first, Chad. Yeah, look, I, I don't think he goes to the Dolphins. I think a lot of the talk out of the Deshaun Watson camp is that he's you know, looking towards the New York Jets at the moment. Um, what, I do, what I do like seeing, though, is the fact that Deshaun Watson is standing up and saying, hey, you know, I, I want out, and it's it's you know he's not accepting that franchise anymore. You know, yeah, he signed the long term deal, but you know the what the the way he played this season, you know, he was by far and away their best and only player, and and that franchise, you know, over the last twelve months has made some absolute diabolical, diabolical um, decisions. Um, obviously, Bill O'Brien played a big part in that in, in wrecking the the franchise. So. Um, now where he ends up I think I'd like to see him end up at the Jets I think that he can change that franchise around I think it's it's a huge market the Jets the Jets uh, being successful in the NFL it would be a good thing and I think Deshaun Watson can do that in New York Dickie where do you want to see him end up? Um, probably with Copes' team I think uh, for him I think the turnaround in that franchise uh, it was well documented the amount of injuries that the that the Niners had this year. And if you plug Deshaun Watson into that offense, uh, get a healthy offense and a healthy defense and just any sort of team around him, uh, he's going to get that side um, quickly back to the playoffs. And they were in the Super Bowl last year. Um, yeah, I think another point is there hasn't been too many murmurings. Normally when a player wants to up and leave a team, uh, everyone from the city and everyone's going, oh, you can't leave. I don't think anyone will begrudge Deshaun Watson from turning around and just uh, waving ta-ta to, to Houston. Um, I think, um, yeah, he was pretty harshly done by. Uh, he's, um, he's up there right in the, the top bracket of quarterbacks and wherever he goes, he's going to improve that. Uh, he's going to improve that team. And uh, what's happened with the last trade that we just spoke about is really set the market really in regards to if teams were sitting there looking to go for maybe a, a first rounder and a second rounder, if Matt Stafford um, is worth two, look, what's Deshaun Watson worth? Copes, if they are to get Deshaun Watson, the, the San Francisco 49ers, we're talking about two young guys here that have got big contracts in Garoppolo and now Goff, 
who made Super Bowls, didn't get the job done, and the franchise moves on that quickly. It's a brutal business. Yeah, absolutely it is. And uh, the best part about all of this, uh, I guess, from a 49ers point of view, is it's not just a pipe dream. I think they've actually got the assets to make it work. Um, and it's on the back of the injuries that Dickie was talking about. It was a brutal season for that. But because of that, they have the number 12 pick in the draft, which I think is a great starting point for that sort of trade. Um, Jimmy Garoppolo's contract is a nice salary matcher. And then from there, you can work out the smaller pieces in the deal. Um, probably future picks um, being involved. I've heard two, two first rounders being the asking price. And I think the 49ers would be pretty confident offering up say pick 12 this year, which would hurt. But the following year, if you've got Deshaun Watson on the books, uh, I reckon that pick's landing between 25 and 30. That's for sure uh, the following season with Deshaun Watson at the helm. So I think it's definitely in the scope that the 49ers pull the trigger. Um, the other teams that, I mean, I'd love to see it happen. Uh, I don't think it will happen for the Colts, but that would be phenomenal with Phil Rivers leaving. Um, the other one is the Carolina Panthers. I think um, a team that has assets. Um, they had their main player, uh, Christian McCaffrey, out for most of this year. And Teddy Bridgewater was solid. Uh, but I'll tell you what, Deshaun Watson, Christian McCaffrey, uh, and an improving defence, that would be exciting to watch as well. Uh, yeah. Heaps of news still happening. I can't believe it's Super Bowl week and you're talking about all these quality uh, QBs being traded or up for trade. Deshaun Watson... I reckon an MVP in the next five years if he gets to a, a good enough team, potentially like the 49ers. Uh, lastly, to finish on the quarterback carousel, I'll go around, start with you, Chad, the new Dickey and you, Copes. Aaron Rodgers, is he at the Green Bay Packers next year, yes or no? Yes. Yes. And if Dickey? not, yes, he will be. Yes. Yes for me. Okay. If he was to leave, one team that he would go to, that you could see just getting him. Uh, I heard the Rams inquired. They weren't able to get the job done. Chad, where would one team that you think you could see Aaron Rodgers if he wasn't a Green Bay next year? Oh, geez. That is so hard to predict and so hard to think of because all I think of Aaron Rodgers is, is Packers. But, um, geez. Uh, I'll say Saints. Wow. Interesting. Dicky. Oh, if I was to pl- replace my quarterback with one person, it would be this say, the, the Las Vegas Raiders. Uh, you have to push all your chips in the middle. Uh, Copes, we'll finish this segment. Uh, if you Aaron Rodgers was leaving, where could you see him ending up? You know what? I could see him ending up with a defense that opted out most of their entire roster this year, a coach that's going down as a Hall of Famer, you're wearing the jersey. I reckon if he was to leave, I reckon Bill Belichick could make a phone call and he'd be there in a heartbeat at the Patriots. Imagine Aaron Rodgers at the Patriots wearing number 12. All right, that's all the news uh, in the NFL. When we come back, we're going to be talking Super Bowl 55 between the Bucks and the Chiefs. Super Bowl 55, of course, moving the chains, brought to you by topsport.com.au, where you can get the best odds uh, in NFL for Monday. You can go in there. They've got over 200 markets. We're going to talk a little bit later about some of those funny markets, the exotic markets that you can go in and have a little bit of fun with. Me and Dickie did last year, and it's actually made the game 
uh, a lot more fun in those uh, quiet spots. Hey, Plus, we'll be at Miranda Hotel. Never heard a roar at the Miranda Hotel when the clock went over one minute fifty six for the national anthem, and we were still on hot land of the free. <laughs> That's exactly right. Uh, but we're going to be giving away Cronulla Beer Co merch as well. Let's get stuck into this, boys. Uh, Chad Townsend, old goat v young goat. So many storylines. If Tom Brady wins, it confirms his goatness. If he loses. It opens up the door for uh, Patrick Mahomes to become the GOAT one day. How do you see this shaping up? And where's one point that you think the Tampa Bay Buccaneers can expose the Kansas City Chiefs? Yeah, look, I don't think there's a debate at the moment, Sally. I think there's no doubt that Tom Brady is the undisputed GOAT of the whole NFL. I mean, there's been 50-odd Super Bowls and Tom Brady's played in 10 of them and he's won six of them already. Uh, his legacy will speak for itself. And yeah, Patrick Mahomes is probably the closest quarterback we've seen, you know, since Tom Brady, who looks like he could, you know, challenge him for, for that status at, at the end of his career. Maybe we should chuck it up on moving the, the chains pole at the yeah. end of their careers. Who is more, who's going to be the goat at the end of these guys careers. It's, it, it's an interesting one. Um, and what was the second part of your question? <laughs> Sorry, mate. The, the Bucks, if they are to win uh, on Monday, where, where do you see they have a little bit of advantage? At the moment, the betting is $2.52 the Bucks, $1.58 the Kansas City Chiefs. The line is three, and the over-under is 56, all brought to you by Top Sport. But the Bucks, they just seem like they've got something special brewing. I know they've got Tom Brady there, but this is a whole team effort. Yeah, definitely. And I think, you know, the, the, all year we've spoken about the Bucks' offense and how loaded they are and their, their weapons, you know, the, the amount of targets that that Tom Brady has to, to throw to is, is crazy. But I think, you know, their defense, especially over the last few weeks, has been incredible. I think it led by Jason Pierre-Paul and Shaq Barrett. I think um, that game last week they had against the Packers, you know, uh, the amount of pressure they put on Aaron Rodgers was phenomenal. And it really um, it changed the game. I'm just looking at a few stats here. And um, Pierre Paul had two sacks last week. Uh, he had five quarterback hits and four tackles for loss in his last five games. Barrett had three sacks last week. He registered nine quarterback hits and seven tackles for loss in his last six games. So these two guys are absolutely um, setting the pace. And I think... Um, Mahomes, he, he needs to be wary of these two because they're, they're game changers, both of them. Dicky, the Kansas City Chiefs, uh, Edward Tillaire has was outstanding to start the year. They've sort of went away from him the last couple of games. You've seen Mahomes throw the ball to Kelsey and Tyreek Hill and then come up with a few little plays. Can you see him using his feet in this Super Bowl a little bit more if, if Tampa Bay are able maybe hang off and try and protect themselves against Kelsey and that deep threat of Hill? Yeah, it's going to be interesting to see how they, they scheme up this defense. I think they're, the Bucks are going to need to get the ball out of Mahomes' hand quickly. If he's allowed time to move around in the pocket or make throws on the run, uh, it's going to be interesting. So, uh, it, look, if they can get some pressure on him early uh, and, and force him to use the run game, uh, it's going to be super interesting. Oh, I think he's going to have to play a big part in this, um, it, um, Edward Zolaire. Oh, I think, yeah, he did start off really, really well. Quite through the middle of the year, probably didn't have the back end that the other rookie uh, running backs had. But I think in the Super Bowl uh, we saw last year, uh, the Chiefs really relied on, on the running back. And I think they will do again this week. Copes, so many, uh, again, storylines. And we, we've spoken about the goats. But for me, the big one is if, if the Bucks can defend and stop Kelsey, 
they win the Super Bowl. Is it, is it that simple or am I just, am I reading over too many other playmakers? I know they've got loaded weapons, but it just seems like this is an old-fashioned defence v attack. You know what Tom Brady's going to do, but the defence always stands up for him and he makes the big plays. Is it that simple? Uh, I, I don't think it is that simple and purely because of the talent they've got in Tyreek Hill. Um, and the speed that can just open a defence up. If you start to cover underneath uh, and just think about the short passes for Travis Kelsey, uh, then you're going to get absolutely burned on the other end by not just Tyreek Hill, but Mikhail Hardman, numerous other guys as well. So um, that is the beauty of the Chiefs. And, and Pat Mahomes can be under pressure by three guys about to be sacked and hit a guy 60 yards down the field in stride. So... It's a tough one, but I mean, let's take a second to acknowledge Travis Kelsey in a conference championship game, the most catches ever yeah, by a tight end. Just yep. ridiculous what he accomplishes week in, week out. Um, you know, we talk about Gronk in terms of the Tom Brady era being one of the greats, Tony Gonzalez, numerous others, but tell you what, we talk about the quarterbacks who will be the greatest of all time. Kelsey could be right up there when he hangs him up as well. I totally agree, Copes. I think that Travis Kelsey, regardless of whether they win next week, they will win another Super Bowl, by the way, uh, in the next couple of years. He potentially goes past Gronk because of how good he is. Like, Gronk was big and physical. We hadn't seen anything like it. Then all of a sudden, this guy comes along. You've seen what Kittle's been able to do. And now, he's standing up in a massive game like that. And he was almost a bigger threat than Patrick Mahomes. Like, you just knew somewhere down the field that the ball was going to go to him and he makes such a big difference. Who's one player, Chad, that you're thinking that's maybe going to stand up? Is it Antonio Brown? Is it Gronk for, for Tampa Bay? Is it Hardman who comes back uh, after those mistakes last week and makes big plays? Like, who's the one guy who you're looking forward to watching that's not the quarterback? Yeah, look, the the one for me, and it's, it's Mike Evans. And I think he's been... Uh, yeah. absolutely rock solid for this Buccaneers team. And he, he's rode through, you know, the the dull times over the last few years. He, he got drafted by the Bucs. He's come into an organisation which was, you know, not very flash, not very successful. And, and now that they've finally, you know, got over that and uh, were able to recruit some some really good players, obviously headed by Tom Brady. And and uh, Mike Evans, who is the captain of, of, of the Bucs team, he, he's been... He's had one of his best seasons ever, obviously, with a great quarterback. But for me, I just think that his leadership, uh, the fact that he's, you know, really appreciates. Like, last week uh, when they when they won, you see, you know, um, Evans walking off the field and one of his teammates, <laughs> one of the, his team members, or sorry, staff members, had to pull him back and say there's a presentation. And he just didn't know, you know, he's not used to that stuff, he said. So, um, you know, that's the type of guy he is. And, and I feel like he's due for a big game. What about you, Dickie? Is there one person, you know, apart from Kelsey, Mahomes, those big yeah. stars uh, on the big day, is there one person you're looking forward to who can make a difference? Uh, maybe not one, but two. I think so much has been going to be spoken about about the quarterbacks and the threats about the, the passing game and the receivers. I'm looking, all right, I'm never looking topsport.com.au at some of the running back markets for the Bucks. I think they're, yeah. uh, they're, they've got a little bit of swagger about them. Fournette is up and about. Rojo is a seriously good running back. Um, and when all that focus goes on those areas, um, Tom Brady might be able to just feed him the rock a little bit. In a big game, we know what it's like. You know, you've got to establish something. They might be able to establish something on the ground. So 
yeah, thanks. With topsport.com, I'm going to have a little look at some of the running back markets. I think they might have a bit of a day. Yeah, I think that's a, a very, very good bet, uh, Fournette and Rojo. You can just see them being influential with Tom Brady, especially early on when, when Super Bowls, I think back to that Super Bowl, they won 10-7 uh, or 12-7, yeah. whatever it was. But it was just tight. And he just knew how to manage them up and down the field. He knew that it was going to take 60 minutes. So, uh, Copes, I've got a bit of a different one for you. If you've got a player, please say it first that you're looking forward to watching. But earlier in the year, Bruce Arian sucked. Like, this guy, seriously, he looked like a movie character on the sidelines. And we didn't know if he was going to get the job done. Now he's in a Super Bowl. And he comes up against the most beloved coach from every other team in Andy Reid, the Hamburger champion. How important is that battle on the weekend? Or does it sort of cancel out because the Bucks have Tom Brady and he'll be able to audible and all that kind of stuff? Uh, yeah, well, firstly, I agree with Dickie. I, I'm, playoff for net has been really interesting for me. Um, that touchdown that he scored last week, bumping guys off him and then finding you know, a little spin move and then getting into the end zone. Uh, set the tone for the Bucs in terms of getting out in front and coming back, winning that game. So uh, I'm excited to watch him go to work uh, against the Chiefs, particularly if they get a lead uh, and a chance to, you know, utilise the run game as best they can. Um, Yeah, look, I I think he's been trying to play it down the last couple of weeks. You know, talking about uh, the one thing that Brady wasn't allowed to do when he played at the Pats was, you know, basically run the team himself. I'm letting him run the team. Uh, to me, A, there was a bit of, um, you know, that might be the way they do things. But B, I think there was a bit of deflecting going on there on, uh, you know, it's not all me. Uh, the play calling, sometimes Brady, um, you know, a little bit of that element as well. So uh, the old-fashioned underdog card um, doesn't go astray this time of year, I reckon. Yeah, it certainly does. And it's going to be interesting. Uh, before we get our picks, let's go into our top sport .com.au uh, bet for this week. Now, we've all been given $50. Bonus. Of course, all this money goes to charity. Uh, when we wrap up next week, which we will be wrapping it up, the Super Bowl next Tuesday night. So make sure you keep an eye out for that. I'm sure uh, the boys will tear it all apart. But I'll tell you what, boys, there's over 200 markets here. And I'm absolutely loving not necessarily the top end, but the bottom end. I mean, there's some novelty ones here. Dickie's already mentioned the national anthem. Bang, I'm on it. Take the two minutes. It's going to be absolutely spectacular. Every year, in, in 10 years' time, it'll go about 15 minutes, all right? Just always take the overs. you got Gatorade colour. you got MVP acceptance speech. you got the weekend halftime show. That's all my wife's watching it for. Uh, you can go on there and bet what song he's going to sing first. But Can they the not just replay last like, year's one? Oh, wasn't it sensational? But that, that's the whole podcast by itself. The two that I find interesting... Uh, that I've had a bet on on Top Sport is the Gatorade colour. Now, I've locked in the red there. This isn't my bet. I've already locked this in. And, Copes, I know you like this. Tom Brady rushing yards under over 0.5. Okay, $1.54 under 0.5 over $2.45. I think that's juicy on Top Sport. I can see him doing There's a little a QB sneak. in there somewhere. 100%. There's a QB sneak. What do we I'll think, tell you what, you know what? what? You think, him to do a quarterback sneak and then him start taking a knee at the end of the game if they're in front, you'll be howling. <laughs> well, if you go in and look at his stats from this year, he's averaged under. Uh, under. So that's $1.54. But, uh, Chad Townsend, I'll start with you before we get our picks for the Super Bowl. Of course, again, come up to Miranda Hotel on Monday, giving away Cronulla Beer Co. merch. Me and Dickie will be there thinking beers and having snitties. Kansas City Chiefs, $1.58. The Tampa Bay Buccaneers, $2.52. 
Minus three, $1.90 for the Chiefs. Plus three, you can get the 201 uh, for the Tampa Bay Buccaneers. The over-unders is 56. Uh, and you've got the $2 line as well. Uh, the $3, uh, sorry, three to three and a half is $2. And plus three, plus three and a half is $2. All thanks to Top Sport. Chad, I'm going to have a breather while you tell us what your exotic bet for Super Bowl 55 is. Yeah, just quickly before I get into my bet, Sowie, um, I just wanted to mention that uh, there's two running backs on two rosters uh, this week who are playing in the Super Bowl who were released by their teams earlier in the year. Le'Veon Bell released by the Jets. Leonard Fournette released by the Jaguars both playing in the Super Bowl. Obviously, Antonio Brown playing in the Super Bowl as well. Two ex-Steelers, Antonio Brown or Le'Veon Bell will be walking away with a ring finally. So, um, yeah, thanks to my... Yeah, we get it. Leave the Cleveland Browns and the Steelers out of it. Stop digging into the Steelers. All right, next, next top... <laughs> next top. Next poll on Twitter is who wins the Super Bowl. Who wins the Super Bowl? Um, who wins the Super Bowl out of the Browns and the Raiders? Like quicker Browns. All right. Um, anyway, um, oh, welcome to Chad Townsend podcast. <laughs> my uh, top sport multi fellas. Uh, I've gone way out there. By the way, very exotic um, under strict instructions from Soward. Uh, Tommy Townsend longest punt under fifty four and a half at a dollar eighty bucks. First coaches challenge at $1.85. Successful fourth down conversion. And the first sack by the Bucks at $1.78 for five dollars forty. I don't know if you can I don't know if you can put all that up. I was just thinking pick one. because uh, <laughs> okay. I don't know if you can do all the novelty. So why don't you just pick Good. one? All right, Tommy Townsend, longest punt under fifty four and a half, $1.80. Okay. $1.80. All right. Uh Dickie, while you get yours ready, I'm going to go. I've dug deep into this boys now. Uh, there's a segment on Top Sport. It's called Penalty Market. Now, there will be 100%. This is free money. If you followed Moving the Chains, okay, we've been up and down with the multis all year. But this is free money. Will there be a roughing the pass of penalty? No, $1.54. Yes, $2.45. 100% yes. Somebody will fart or breathe on Tom Brady. He will get a roughing <laughs> the pass to call. $2.45. Thank me next week, boys. That's going to be my bet this week. Dickie, where are you going? My bet is going to be uh, on the uh, the weekend's first song. And yeah. you want free money. This is absolutely <laughs> free money because hopefully the roughing the pass has happened in the first half and then you can just responsibly tip it over to the weekend's first song being Blinding Light. I've got a 12-year-old daughter. I've heard it on TikTok. <laughs> I want the TikTokers that I want their attention. Nathan Clear will be all over it. This is, and then it's like, uh, what have I got? $3.50. $3.50. $3.50. It is immoral to be the first uh, song by the weekend. A couple of other novelty markets I want. First kickoff to be a touchback, $1.29. Throw that in a multi somewhere responsibly. And my last one is a successful two-point conversion is $3.05. Throw that in a multi responsibly with topsport.com.au and you will have a great Super Bowl Monday. Uh, Copes, there's so many markets here. Uh, again, you, you go on, there's over 200 markets. And of course, we do do it responsibly. We have fun on this podcast. Uh, so go on and have a look. But Patrick Mahomes' first pass, if you want to just get involved early, okay, $1.40, $2.90, incomplete, intercepted. Like You can just have a little fiver there on the incomplete. Bang, you've got two Cronulla beers. Uh, in your hands. Copes, where are you going? 
Well, I was actually going to go. Well, one one that I love looking at in most games is the the kicker v kicker head to head. Harrison Butker v uh, Ryan Sucker, uh, two guys that yeah. genuinely probably aren't even known in their own locker room. These blokes, unfortunately. <laughs> uh, but I'm going to go Harrison Butker at a dollar eighty. I think he cleans up. Uh, uh, he's going to score more points than Sucker. Um, but the one that I want to actually put money on um, is a first touchdown scorer. Pretty simple one, like the NRL and, and whatever we always bet on first try scorer. I think it's Travis Kelsey. Uh, and $7.50, in my opinion, is pretty good odds. So uh, I'd be getting on those two. Uh, yes, again, the kickers, I mean, this is hilarious because <laughs> there's so much market on the kickers. And like Cope said, they're probably not even known by... Tom Brady wouldn't even know who his kicker is. Uh, but you can go down there, scroll down, again, do it responsibly. Uh, missed one-point conversion. All right, $3.30. One of those guys is going to choke on one of those. I'm telling you, it's free money. Uh, that's all the time we have for uh, after our picks. Who are we going with, boys? I'll kick us off here. I'm wearing the goat shirt. He's going to win number seven. Unbelievable. You just can't write him off. Melbourne Storm won the, the NRL last year. Cameron Smith retired. Tom Brady will win and retire. Go out. No question the GOAT. Tampa Bay Buccaneers will win of a scoreline of 27-24. Yeah, I'm going with you, Sowie. There's so many storylines this weekend. I, it's hard to go past the GOAT, Tom Brady. He's been there, done it before. He's going he's gonna to go to the Bucs. He's going to take him to Super Bowl glory, take home this Lombardi trophy, and I'll go, I'll go Tom Brady, Super Bowl MVP, and I'll also go a high-scoring affair. I'm going to go 35 to 28. 35 to 28. Dicky. Yeah, if you can't beat him, join him. I've been opposing them all year, and now I will be with Tom Brady in the Bucks. Uh, I, I nearly just saw the Chiefs get beat by my shithouse team twice, so... Um, I'm gonna uh, I'm gonna go for the Bucks, and I'm gonna go 28-27. 28 Copes. Uh, I cannot believe that I'm the only one that's going to be on the Chiefs here. But mm. honestly, I think it's going to be a walk in the park. I think it, the storyline wow. is amazing for Brady. I I, uh, I wouldn't begrudge anyone that gets on board with that. But I think Mahomes is going to put on a clinic for one of these quarters, and it's going to be enough. Um, to get them way out in front, in my opinion. So I'm going to call uh, maybe even a blowout. I'm going to say 41-24 to the Chiefs. There you go. So go on to Top Sport right now. Do it responsibly. The Kansas City Chiefs exclusively tipped by Trent Copeland, $1.58. The Buccaneers, $2.52, minus three. Well, that's easy money if you're on the Copes bandwagon. $1.90 there. You can take the plus three at $2 for the Buccaneers. The over-unders is 56. I think we're all in a Grants that it's going to be pretty uh, pretty high scoring there, but um, but that's it, boys. We've here, we've made it, we made the Super Bowl. Good luck if you're having a bet, do it responsibly. If you want to have a beer or get some Cronulla Beer Co merch, make sure you come to Miranda Hotel on Monday morning, and uh, we'll all have a bit of fun then. But if not, we'll see you next week. <laughs>